Welcome to Facts Roundtable, a podcast dedicated to navigating life with food allergies across the lifespan. Presented in a welcoming format with interviews and open discussions, each episode will explore a specific topic, leaving you with the facts to know or use. Information presented via this podcast is educational and not intended to provide individual medical advice. Please consult with your personal board-certified allergist or healthcare providers for advice specific to your situation. Hi, everyone. I'm Caroline Mawasasi, and I am your host for the Fact Roundtable podcast. I am a food allergy parent, advocate, and the founder of the Grateful Foodie blog, and I am Fact's Vice President of Community Relations. Before we start today's show, I just want to take a moment to thank the American College of Allergy, Asthma, and Immunology for their kind sponsorship and for their support throughout the years. May is an exciting month in the world of food allergies. May is Food Allergy Awareness Month, featuring a Food Allergy Awareness Week, which starts on Sunday, May 8th. We're sitting down with Kristen Osborne, FACS Vice President of Education, to explore our teal way of life, why we're celebrating this month, and ideas to help you engage your family and friends and community in Food Allergy Awareness Week and Food Allergy Awareness Month. Welcome, Kristen. We are delighted to host you again today on FACS Roundtable Podcast to help us kick off Food Allergy Awareness Week and Month. Thank you so much. It's nice to be here again. It's always a great conversation and a great day when you're here. Aw, thank you. Let's dive right into today's exciting conversation. Can you get us up to speed on how and why Food Allergy Awareness Week and subsequently month was created and why is it important to people living with food allergies? Uh, I love this question. Food Allergy Awareness Week and month subsequently, were created many decades ago by advocates and the food allergy community who felt like we needed to collectively combine our voice to further the cause and educate those around us. And by educating those around us, we inevitably educate the country and our communities about food allergy awareness and the needs of those millions of people living with food allergies every day. And it started with a thought that if we work together and kind of share our experiences, the more and more we share those experiences, maybe we can create this bigger snowball to affect change in our community. Well, thank you for getting us up to speed. I love Food Allergy Awareness Week and Month. It's my excuse to paint my nails teal and put up my posters and talk to people. And I like to paint rocks. So now we're going to get into that grit of how we celebrate and enjoy this month. How would you describe the teal way of life? What is the teal way of life in the Osborne household? Well, like you, we really dig in deep, more so myself, in loving everything teal and, and wearing teal and teal glitter on my nails and everything. But the teal way of life is our journey while we navigate food allergies. And for some, that might mean sharing with a friend that they have food allergies and need to have a safe option to eat for an upcoming meal. It also may look like obtaining a 504 plan for your child in school to help them have accommodations and navigate their school experience safely. For others, the teal way of life may mean buying a case of your favorite safe-for-you food at the grocery store because that is one of the few treats you or your child can eat. 
For us, our teal way of life is all of those things and so much more. Currently, our teal way of life means our older two children are in high school and college and they're self-advocating for their needs. And as a parent, that's a little scary. We are still actively aware of their needs and desires, but encourage them to lead in the decision-making as it regards to food allergies. And as a parent, that aspect is exciting and terrifying. You are excited to see your kids mature into adults, but you also hope and pray that they apply the knowledge and the education that you've given to them throughout the years in the case of an emergency. And it's scary. But I also believe our role as a parent and children change. I'm looking forward to being their best cheerleader and, of course, advocating when they need a little help. But that's for my older two kids. For my younger son, who's still in the elementary, our teal way of life means adding a emergency bag to his baseball backpack because he has epinephrine and we carry it with us wherever we go. Having the conversation with his baseball coach about not having peanuts in the dugout and having nut-free snacks that are dispersed after the games. And it's so nice to know that when you make a request like that, the coach and the other parents are so receptive of the idea. They're very cognizant and make sure that when they're sending anything in for snacks that there's a label and it has no peanuts and it just helps make my son's experience in baseball that much better. Chiming into our teal way of life, I recently traveled to Portland to see my son and TSA, of course, pulled me over and opened up my suitcase and there were two bags of chocolate chips and then a dry cookie mix that I'd put together. So when I arrived there, I can add the wet ingredients. And as a TSA agent is going through the bag, I started to giggle. And then I told him, I said, well, you know, my son has food allergies. And even though he's a young adult, this is what we do. This is our teal way of life. Buying safe products. They're a little cheaper here. There was a sale in my town. That's why I bought them. And it was really funny because the TSA agent started to kind of giggle too. And he goes, I see that. Once a mom, always a mom. Then he zipped up the bag and off I went. (laughs) Absolutely. You know, just because our kids become adults doesn't mean that we don't stop being a parent or at least helping them in a way that, you know, like you mentioned, if we have some some nice treats that are here and they're less expensive than uh, somewhere else, then you want to bring that. And I think as this generation of parents and this generation of children become adults, you'll see that more and more in our community because it's just one of those things where we've, as parents, have advocated our entire lives or our children's lives, helping them, fighting for inclusion and all kinds of other things. And now we kind of have to let the reins go and let the children mature and blossom into their own being. But Obviously, we never let go of being a parent because it's who we are first and foremost. Exactly. And like you said earlier, we become coaches. And my son will call me from the grocery store. If he's heading out to a special event and he's cooking something or baking something, he might call me or he'll call me if he has a question about one of his medications. And it's a coach mode now. Exactly. It definitely is. We're there to kind of step in, give some advice and have them, you know, take it and then and kind of do with it what they please. I know recently my son was in a grocery store that was not a big name grocery store, but he was looking for something specific. He said, wow, mom, I ran across this exhibit of uh, live shellfish and there were different variations of live shellfish. And he said, I kind of backed away. He's like, I really want to see it. But next time, if you can, can you go with me that kind of first time and we can kind of look at it together? And I'm thinking, 
oh my goodness, he needs my help. Absolutely. But I didn't tell him that. But uh, (laughs) absolutely, I'll give you some help. You know, you went in, you kind of explored and you were interested in something new. And, you know, you felt a little uncomfortable. And I'm glad that you asked someone for help. I love that. That is so fun. That is perfect. Absolutely perfect. Now let's go deeper into actual food allergy awareness week and month. From your personal experience, what impact do you see in people when they participate in this? Is there a big impact? And is it worth the extra time and energy it takes to try to make a difference during this month? There's that saying where if you want to eat an elephant, it's just one bite at a time. And that's essentially what we do as a community. I mean, collectively, the stories of those living with food allergies has spurred education and awareness throughout the years. And those stories are what we carry each day in our lives to teach and communicate the importance of food allergy awareness. And when people participate in Food Allergy Awareness Week and share with families and friends and legislators, a snapshot into their lives, change happens. And it may not be the preferred speed, but the stories create ripples of change in the fabric of our community, and we're all better for it. Change means that after years of stories and shared experiences, the U.S. now has nine top allergens instead of eight. Change means that food allergy laws are created to detail food allergy education in schools and stock epinephrine in schools and in places of business. And these changes would not have been possible without each and everyone sharing their teal way of life. I mean, individually, our stories are powerful. Collectively, they're undeniable, and they create paths for change and better labeling laws and lives for everyone. And with everyone participating in Food Allergy Awareness Week, we can continue to create a better life for those living with food allergies. So true. I'm so biased, but so true. That collective voice is so powerful. It is. It's definitely better together. Collectively, when we work together, it's all of us sharing our ideas and our education. And if you have an idea and I have an idea or a tip, instead of individually having a tip, collectively, we have two. And that's important when you're going through life and you're trying to figure out how to navigate day-to-day life living with food allergies. So now what are some ways people can participate in Food Allergy Awareness Week and Month within their own community? There are many different ways to participate, however big or small you'd like to go. And one of the ways is to create a significant impact by sharing your teal way of life with others. And that just means sharing on social media what you ate for the day and how it might be different than your neighbor, or possibly asking your friends, hey, when you're eating breakfast today for this week, could you possibly avoid eating any allergen, any specific allergen. So maybe eggs or nuts and see what their response is and kind of learn through your own eyes or your experiences what it means to live with food allergies. Another way is to visit FACT's website at foodallergyawareness.org under education and then food allergy initiatives to find several ways to raise awareness in your community. And we recommend using our free social media images for your social media profiles and then covers. And we also share our teal way of life on social media. And then you can tag us on Twitter and Instagram when you use the hashtag our teal way of life. And on Facebook, tag us at Fact News. Another way to share an awareness is to ask your state governor or your 
local mayor to issue a proclamation recognizing Food Allergy Awareness Week from May 8th through 14th. And then we have a template on our website that can help you create your personalized proclamation, and it's under education and then awareness initiatives. So there's lots of things that you can do with your family or as an individual. It can be as great or as small as you like. I will make sure that I have all of these links in the show notes so everyone can easily find them. Now let's drill down deeper into schools and maybe even the workplace. What ideas do you have to help us raise awareness and just to celebrate our teal way of life? So getting your community to participate is helpful when advocating for awareness. If you have a student in school or if you're a teacher or administrator, FACT has a food allergy curricula program for schools and you can share common food allergies to students. You can create morning announcements that have questions. One example could be name three of the top allergens in the United States. And then students can input that information. There could be a prize. It could just be educational or it could be fun. We also have downloadable resources and posters to share information about food allergies. And they cover a variety of topics like top 10 facts about food allergies, signs and symptoms of anaphylaxis, and then knowing the facts. One of the most important aspects of understanding food allergies or helping raise awareness is getting factual information out to the masses, whether that's your family, your mother, your mother-in-law, or your neighbor. You want to make sure the information you're providing is factual. And we here at FACT have all that for you, and it's easily accessible. It's an easy download. You can print it out, or you can email or text it to a friend or a teacher, and you can know that the information you're sharing is medically vetted by our medical advisory board. It is indeed the right information. And just to add an idea about schools in there, I want to share a tip from Summer Kaufman. She lives here in Reno, Nevada. And one year she got permission to go into the teacher's lounge and set up this teal spread with all sorts of things that were teal colored, of course, but she had information in there for teachers and things that would work for teachers. And she also had snacks that were safe. So she was trying to show there were plenty of safe foods and snacks while educating everybody. And it was just such the prettiest spread ever. And it's still just embedded in my mind. So I just wanted to share with everyone that that was a really fun way of dealing with schools, teaching and showing your appreciation. That's a beautiful way to show and share food allergy awareness. I know that I'm sure for those teachers and staff, it was memorable. And they were able to kind of think, hmm, if they have a student in the future that has a food allergy, they, they are better educated and knowledgeable about how to navigate it for them. I think it was really appreciated. Putting you a little bit on the spot now, Kristen, can you share your top three suggestions for celebrating and raising awareness during Food Allergy Awareness Week and Food Allergy Awareness Month? One of my favorite and easiest ways to share in Food Allergy Awareness Week and Month is to uh, take a press release. And FACT has press releases online to talk about food allergy awareness, and you send it to your local news anchor, your favorite news reporter, or your health and wellness, or the educational 
a reporter in your local area, and they may call you and say, hey, we'd like this story. We want to, you know, do a short clip on the evening news or morning news about families with food allergies. And this is your opportunity to share your teal story with others. And one of our favorite things to do is kind of bring people in our home and share the food that we eat and the foods that we avoid and the substitutions and all the different ways that we educate our friends and family and raise awareness. And that's just one of the fun for me things. I don't know that my husband thinks it's as fun, but I think it's fun. Another opportunity to share in Food Allergy Awareness Week and Month is to talk to your local library about creating a food allergy display. So they could share some of their top food allergy books or cookbooks in their library and also have some fact bookmarks or posters that we have, people can take them and kind of learn more. I know that when I'm in the community talking about food allergies, people have a story or they know someone with a story about food allergy awareness. And just being able to kind of put little seeds of education out there are really impactful in the day-to-day life. And finally, my favorite thing to do to celebrate Food Allergy Awareness Month is to get together with other families, whether it's in the park or with moms or dads who have children with food allergies, and just connect. We can go have some coffee one day as a parent, or we can get the kids together and play in the park and just talk about how life is going for us. It's also a nice opportunity to meet those in your community who have food allergies and It's nice to have a network of support. You want to make sure you have your support. You also advertise and promote in your community and then make sure that you also have some respite as well. Well, it's hard to believe, but we're at the end of our time together. It went so fast. So before we sign off, do you have anything else you would like to share with our listeners today? It's important to shine and share your teal way of life with others. And again, it can be as big or as small as you're comfortable with, but also know that your story is important. If you've met one person with food allergies, you met one person with food allergies. Your story is unique. Your way of life is unique. And we all really want to know how we can better help you in the community. And if you need any resources, we're here 24-7. Our website is foodallergyawareness.org. And we have plenty of downloads and resources to help you along the way. Thank you for those wonderful tips. And thank you for your time today. This was so enjoyable. I'm so excited about this month. I cannot wait to watch how it unfolds. So thank you again, Kristen, for your time. Thank you, Caroline. I'm excited to see the many ways that people live their teal way of life. What a beautiful ending. Thank you. I would like to take a brief moment to thank the American College of Allergy, Asthma, and Immunology for sponsoring today's show. Thank you for listening to FACT's Roundtable Podcast. Stay tuned for future episodes coming soon. Please subscribe, leave a review, and listen to our podcast on Pandora, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, iHeartRadio, and Stitcher. Have a great day and always be kind to one another.